Hi, everyone. This is the last episode in season one of Beyond the Veil. It's been a great six months, and I want to thank everyone for listening to this little project. Daryl and I made this podcast mostly by stealing time here and there, and we're so glad it's found an audience. We want to keep making this and other shows, and on that front, we're launching a Patreon. There we'll be posting behind-the-scenes content, notes on each episode, and some microfiction I'm especially excited to share. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month, and cancel any time. Any support you can provide would mean a lot to us. Go to patreon.com slash meadowlarkpres, that's meadowlark, P-R-E-S, to sign up. We're also hoping to post a couple Q&A episodes in the main feed in a couple weeks. If you have questions for Alder and Tedison, or questions for Daryl and I about making the podcast, you can reach out on Twitter at Veil underscore podcast, or you can email us at meadowlarkpresents at gmail.com. Please send your questions in by Friday, March 19th to make sure they make the episodes. So to sum up, patreon.com slash metalarkprez for bonus content from this season, and send your questions at veil underscore podcast or metalarkpresents at gmail.com. And with all that out of the way, enjoy the episode. excerpt from Sky and Otter's Handbook to the Fae, Chapter 3, page 24. Selkies can be found in fresh or salt water and usually congregate in pods. The selkie alters their form through the removal of an outer garment, often referred to as a skin or a coat, though neither is an entirely accurate descriptor. However, the selkie's seal outer garment remains magically bound to them, even while in human form. Reports abound of humans or fae stealing an unsuspecting selkie's coat and keeping them close against their will. In response to this, selkie communities use human liaisons to network with other pods and keep track of missing members. Possession of a selkie's coat is illegal in most jurisdictions. Some make a distinction between consenting and non-consenting selkie relationships, but we would argue a selkie rarely consents to their coat being away from their person. More information on legal systems within initiated communities can be found in Chapter 9, page 71. So, do we have a job in Golden? Because if we have a break, there are more interesting places. We don't have a job, but we do need to have a potentially hazardous conversation. Is this about you talking to Magpie? Yes. Ten, I'm over that. It was yesterday. And it's fine. You didn't know. Let's move on. It's not fine. Are you looking for something? I'm looking for a large parking lot. I think the 7-Eleven was as good as you're going to get. Even Golden's gotta have a Walmart. 
Want me to check? I'm literally looking for a place to park. So just park. I can't just park because we're not going to buy anything and then we'll be annoying everyone. I think you're overthinking this. Doesn't matter. I have found a Rona. So why are we in this Rona parking lot? This is a table conversation. Should I be nervous? No. Tennyson? Seriously, it's okay. I'm not mad at you. I just wanted you to tell me. I followed you last night. You what? I wanted to know why you didn't want me there, so I went after you. And I saw you give Magpie a ring. Tennyson! I know I crossed a line. I just... You knew Magpie was dangerous. I just thought they were kind of annoying. I didn't think they'd do anything. But you knew, and you didn't tell me. And I know I have no right to be mad because I'm the one who screwed up majorly, but I thought I should tell you why. I thought I was being nice. You hate Magpie. I thought I could deal with them on my own and spare you the annoyance. But then things spiral really fast, and I should have told you, but I still thought I could handle it. So, yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Call me if you still want to be partners. Otherwise, uh, good luck with the gig, and I'll see you around. I guess. So, Mom, you remember how you said I caused most of my own problems? I'm starting to see what you meant. God, I really am self-destructive. Got one good thing going and I blow it up. I don't even have anyone to call. Maybe I should call someone. Beats sitting here feeling pathetic. Come on, enough feeling sorry for yourself. At least walk around a little. There's got to be a bookstore or something that's interesting in this town. The hell? Oh. Oh, this cannot be good. This is fresh water. What the hell? Oh no, that's not a thought I like. It would make more sense. Um, okay, baby, just gonna turn you over real quick. No, don't bite me, please. I'm trying to help. Just gonna, yep. Just gonna slip this off you real quick. Sorry about this. You are a selkie. Okay. Look, baby, I don't know how to deal with a seal, baby. This I can work with. Also, now you can't. Ow, crap, you can still bite me. Listen, this is for the best, okay? I can't just walk around town with a baby seal. We are nowhere near the oceans. Let's just, there. That's better, right? Not naked is better. Now I should, no. I can handle this. I was good at the magic investigation thing. I can still be good at it. I have contacts and friends. I can make this work.
Thanks, Mrs. Lamb, I owe you. All right, baby, let's get some food in you. There, see, isn't that better? Oh, come on, I'm trying to help. This is not how I expected to find you. Alder, hi, uh... You found a baby? I found a baby. A, uh, Selkie baby. How? I don't know, he was just in the river. Selkies live in freshwater? I don't think so. Well, that's not good. There was literally no one else around. I think he's lost and very angry. Hand him over. Come on, little guy. She's doing her best. Cut her some slack. How did you do that? Sometimes they just don't like laying down. Oh. You came looking for me? You left your keys in the RV. Alder, I... I'm not letting you quit. You're not? For starters, apparently I can't leave you alone for a second without you finding trouble. Hey. You crossed a line. We both know that. But you're also really sorry. Doesn't mean you didn't do it, but you had a reason and you're sorry, so... I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not mad. Do you ever get mad? Very rarely. Look, Tennyson, I'm sorry I didn't tell you about Magpie. We have... We have a lot of history, and most of it is hard to talk about. But yeah, they're dangerous. Very dangerous. Basically, every fairy who knows me is. If you meet someone magical who knows who I am, you should probably run the other way. And the ring is kind of a long story. I can take the baby back. No, it's okay. The ring is something a friend gave me before, before they passed. She wanted me to hold on to it for her. It's got some power, but it's also important because it was hers. Alder, I, I'm really sorry. Hey, it's not like I could beat Magpie. It was a losing battle from the start. At least I had a good reason to give it to them. Still. You didn't know. We need to deal with this. How? Who knows where his pod is? Selkies are pretty good at keeping track of who's missing. That's the worst. Yep. But it shouldn't be hard to find his mother. You sure we can trust this guy? I don't like just giving him the baby. It's fine. The mother vouched for him. Besides, this kind of thing is pretty common. They've got systems. Worst thing ever. Camellia didn't tell you about Selkie trafficking? It never came up. Lots of things never came up. Banshees, for example. Or stray sod. Or basically anything sad or dangerous. I know what a cockatrice is. Did Camellia tell you that? No, I knew that already. Al, you don't have to tell me Camellia sucked. I'm well aware. Just wondering. Maybe if Camellia sucked less, I'd already know about Magpie. Or if I sucked less. You need to stop that. I know you're mad at me. I'm not mad. I'm a little confused. I don't get why you didn't tell me, but I'm not mad. There's plenty of stuff I don't talk about. Like your nightmares? Yeah. Just next time something might be relevant to my life, tell me, okay? I don't mind if you don't explain stuff like what happened in Regina, but I care if the secret might kill me. Fair enough. 
Is that a promise? It's a promise. Beyond the Veil is a Meadowlark Presents production. It was written and produced by Katrina Bassnett. The voice of Alder was Daryl Bailmans. The voice of Tennyson was Katrina Bassnett. On the radio this week was Walking in the Sky by Nico Staff and Road Trip by Vortex. Graphic design by Oscar Yu. Thanks to Justine Makowecki, Cleo Roe LeDuc, and Lindsay Tozer for providing the additional voices of this season, and to Chris Langeel for creative consulting. Look out for season two sometime in the future. You can follow at Vale underscore podcast on Twitter or at Meadowlark Presents on Instagram to keep up with us and our work. And you can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Prez. that's Meadowlark P-R-E-S, for bonus content from this season and upcoming shows. Thanks so much for listening to our first season. See you around. <laughs>